is not a time where we're gonna feel sorry for ourselves. We'll find our way through this. This is gonna make it all the much more sweeter when we get to where we wanna go. Martinez back on the track, near the wall. She's done! It's a grand John Kepler lines that in the air to left center, Hicks on the run, dives, and he made the catch! He made the play! Oh my goodness, what a catch from Aaron Hicks to end it! In that sense, both looking forward to making a deep run into postseason and ultimately bringing home the title back to New York. everybody welcome back to the yankee center podcast and we are here spreading good vibes the yankees going on a beautiful homestand seven and two and man i am feeling good about the yanks right now and we got eddie back today tom eddie how you guys doing uh i'm okay it's always nice to have eddie back uh last two episodes we did not have eddie and that was that was just that was terrible that was that was a heartbreaking Tom, loss. Pretty Tom was pretty that. Yeah, I was I was all shook up, but he's back. He is like uh, almost like the herpes of this podcast. You know, he may go away for a little wow. while, but he'll never was, he'll never fully escape. So was, I'm not sure. Not sure, not sure how to that. take that, but yeah, me neither. Uh, Interesting. Or uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of a better 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 analogy um i don't know like uh he's about as inevitable as a spider-man reboot wow okay there we go is that better but I mean, anything, I guess. anything is better than herpes so uh, yeah okay, fine fine, fine. I, got, I got i got one uh about as inevitable as another rocky universe movie okay wow, wow. i like that all right there you go you got it um Sorry for comparing you to herpes. Just know, you know, Derek Jeter has herpes. So, like, awareness and all. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Eddie, how are you doing, sir? I'm good. Um, after a bad start, you know what? I would say we're pretty much, we're pretty close to back. I mean, there's still definitely some flaws, but Luke Voigt will be back soon. Uh, things have just looked much better, so. My complaints have gone down a lot, and I think the tone of this podcast went from a lot of doom and gloom for the first couple episodes of the season to, I feel like we're going to be a lot more upbeat today than we have been. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, like, we're, we're good now. <laughs> what? Like, we're getting Boyd back probably yeah. tomorrow, you know. Uh, Tyler Wade's back, so that's always nice. Uh, 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 okay, maybe. Not, maybe, sure, not maybe. sure I'm with you on that one, but maybe, maybe that one could have been avoided. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Just feeling good, man. I mean, we're doing all of this stuff, and we're not even getting like full production out of most of our lineup as well. Uh, and I think a lot of that, a lot of that, was just because John Carl Stanton decided to become a video game character for a week, which is very nice. Uh, but yep. yeah. We're good now, seven and two. What? What are we? Two games over five hundred now? 
Yep, I think we're yeah. 18 and 16. Yeah, we, we we reached a point where we were like five games under 500. Now we're two games over. So, like, yep. you know, if we can get some production from from the outfield mainly and maybe a little bit of catcher production, who knows? <laughs> uh, you know? going to be honest, I've been saying this for a while. Even when we were doing bad, I said this. Like, the Yankees' the division has been within reach this whole time, and it still is. Yeah, and it's Nobody if the Yankees, yeah, if the Yankees continue to improve, and especially if the lineup comes together, I still think they can run away with the division. Honestly, I think they can because yeah, still. they're only three and a half back. And keep in mind, the division is not playing out in the way we expected at all. Yeah. We thought we were going to be looking at Tampa and Toronto at the top of this division, if, if it wasn't us. We're and saying. we've all been, like, the same with them. <laughs> we're all and then, so that's similar. Point. Like, Boston, I, I'm sorry. I just don't believe in that team yet. Like, I think they're good. I do. But do I think they're a 629 winning percentage team, which is currently no. the best in baseball? No. I don't. No, they're a good I don't team. Think they're that good. They're a good team, but they're, they're not, like, yeah. they're not this. Yeah. They're a, good, they're a good team that's overachieving to look like a great team right now, but they're just not a great team. And I think, again, I think yeah. they can prove me wrong, but I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, they, they struggled to beat the Tigers last week. So, like, they, they're not perfect. They have pitching issues, and, you know, uh, they have Adam Adovino as their setup, man. So, yeah, uh, kind of so like, you know what? <laughs> oh, go ahead, Tom. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you can go. You can go. I was going to say with the Red Sox, show me where they are by the end of June, and then I'll say. Yeah. I mean, if they're still playing at this level by June, then I definitely take them a lot more seriously. But Especially with the right deadline. Now, yep. And then they have the, obviously have the opportunity to add to the rotation, as Tom just said. But right now, I'm not putting much stock into it. I'm I mean, just... and you got to keep in mind, like Tom was saying, the rotation, there's a lot of reasons to believe it's just not going to work out. I mean, right now, their best starter, do you know who it is? Uh, Evaldi? Um, no, it's either Garrett Richards or Nathan Evaldi. I forgot. It, it, this might shock you. It's neither. Oh God! Is it? Uh, is it Erod? It's a name. I bet you you won't Nick, even Nick, get Nick Pavetta. There it is, baby. Got him. Nice. He has a three point nineteen ERA on the year with the one point twenty five WHIP. Yeah, he's actually got good stuff. It's just like it, it's never come together. Well, keep, yeah, I was gonna say this is a guy that has a career five point twenty two ERA. I. I don't want to be this guy, but that could very easily fall apart. Yeah, I mean, it's such a this is such a small sample of success. And if he wasn't succeeding, the next best pitcher is Garrett Richards with a, with a 4.54 right now. Good lord! And what, what's Evaldi? Evaldi? He's 4.62. Oh wow! I thought he was a lot better than that, but uh, I know that that's my point. Like this this Red Sox team, they just don't got the pitching. I think long term, right now. Mm. They're getting away with it, but when those bats inevitably go into a slump at some point, what the fuck are they gonna do? Yeah, I mean, I think at least with us, like you look at our rotation, right? We have a clear ace, right? We got Cole. I mean, Chris Sale is not back for. Boston well, because right yet. now the rotation is actually what's carrying us. Yeah, I mean, really, let's, let's be honest about it. Also, they're keeping like, us in games. And also, like Tyon and and Kluber and Monty and even Herman have longer track record. Tra- track records of success than the other the others in that rotation i think like, oh totally i think and like the only one that can crack this rotation right now is like erod yeah and you know what you got to keep in mind that um 
this Yankees rotation, I don't even think they've hit their best yet. And I'm, I'm no. not even considering I'm not considering Luis Severino when I say that. I just mean that um guys like Kluber, they're start he's starting to get to like I think where he he's just will starting. Be. He's just starting to get into what he's what, I'm what he can be. And he has like a mm-hmm. low threes for the ERA on the year. The stuff has looked really good. Like I think it's getting, like three point oh two or something. Like real strikeouts right now. Like he's his stuff is pretty nasty and um he just needs to can get the walks in check a little bit more. But aside from that, I mean three point oh six. He's still managing to get through it and um you look at Tyone, he's not quite there yet, but he's taking steps forward his last few games. So I can definitely say that. Domingo mm-hmm. Herman, I mean, he's been given some length. I mean, he got as a number five starter, I mean, in Boston's rotation, he'd probably be their second best pitcher right now. Right. Absolutely. Second Absolutely. or third. And he's got so, I mean, Yeah, Kluber's got a three point nine two fit, which is pretty solid honestly he's actually doing a really nice job so far yeah i mean the yankees rotation is in great shape their bullpen is pretty much everything you can ask for and that's with darren o'day hurt i mean i'm not really worried and we have zach Britton coming back and you have a lot of guys that i even the guys that like we usually wouldn't necessarily be excited about they're getting the job done i mean guys like luis sessa he's been great this year and um and he turned to die on Friday. Yeah. Wandy Peralta, I mean, he's been a really good lefty on lefty yeah. guy. I mean, he, he's been great in that role. I mean, I'm pretty comfortable with him there. Losing Cochran still hurts just because we're getting nothing out of, like, left field. But, like, Peralta's, like, yeah, on his own, Peralta's a good pitcher. But That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's not like an, it was an uneven trade at all. No, we still, I got, think, we and, still got boot value. And, yeah. And I think Peralta could mm-hmm. easily be more than just a lefty on lefty guy. I mean, he has the stuff to be better. He just like yeah, I think gonna, the thing is though, in this bullpen, if everyone is healthy, he that's the only thing he needs to be though, because mm. you're gonna have a full rotation with not just MLB quality relievers, but all star caliber relievers. I mean, you go down the list with everyone healthy, you have Chapman, of course, who's having the best year of his career. You got Chad Green, you got Zach Britton. You got um Darren Chapman's O'Day just, when he's healthy. Chapman's just ridiculous I know. right now. And I, just, and Justin Molson just had a really good outing, and I still think he can be very good despite a rough start to the season. So I hope I mean, so. Lysica has been great most of the season. I mean, Michael King has yet to give give up a fucking run. I mean, this bullpen has so much to like. I mean, I'm just not worried about the pitching right now. Honestly, mm. the, the the offense concerns me more than the pitching because there's some guys in that lineup when I look at them I'm saying am I 100% sure they're going to bounce back and I say no to a couple of them I'm going to be honest Mm. also you think about like potentially later in the year say we don't need any more depth starting pitching for because our playoff rotation set right you could potentially move Davey to the bullpen and like I think like if you I think if yeah. you move David to the bullpen, he'll start throwing like 95, 96. The thing is, though, I think they would probably – well, it depends how the rest of the year goes, of course. I mean, a million different things can happen. But um, yeah, if if we were heading into the playoff, let's say in a few weeks, hypothetically, I think Herman would definitely be that guy who goes to the ro- to the bullpen because they only need will, four playoffs. Though. Yeah, you only need four. You only need four. And Herman is the guy you would likely bump if you're going to bump someone. Although yeah. I will say – um. Monty has a lot to prove still. He does. Yeah, I was about to say about Monty. Like, if I had to pick someone out of the rotation, which I've been pretty satisfied with, but that really hasn't lived up so far to my expectations, and it's still very early, 
I would say yeah. Monty has been probably mm-hmm. the most disappointing out of those guys. Not the worst, I don't think, but just the expectations I had for him before the just season. Just too too many mistakes. It feels right. like feels yeah. like feels like he always makes like a mistake when he has an opportunity to get out of it or something. And it's just like I think I think he'll be fine, but like yeah, just pitch better. Thank he's you. He's got to be he's got to be better. That'd be nice. Yeah, no, he, like, he needs to take that next. I, and you know who I'm really impressed with is, like, Tyone. Even though he gave up those two homers on, what, Friday, it was just, he, get, he, he gives you length and, like, doesn't feel like he throws many pitches per inning. And it's like, he, he, makes, it, he makes it actually pretty quick. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. I mean, like, six innings, it, it felt, it really flew by. Uh, that game was flying by. And, like, mm-hmm. he's just been so impressive. With the fastball, curveball, slider, and he's mixing in a changeup now, which is really cool. Because as mm-hmm. we've seen, yeah, as right. as as we as we've seen with uh, Cole, it's like that fastball that, and then you throw a changeup. It's just like high fastball, low changeup. It just it's like one of the most lethal combos in baseball right now. So like, I don't know, you know, Tyon is really. I think like you you've been high on Monty before. I'm like. I'm getting really high on Tyone just because, like, I think he could be, like, a two, honestly. I mean, he could be, and I've always been a big Monty guy, so, it's you know, it's definitely upsetting to see the start to the season. I, I still think he'll be fine long-term, hopefully, because— Yeah, you know um, how I feel about Clint. Um, yeah, but the thing is, you have an obsession with Clint. I just like Monty. It's not an obsession. It's not an obsession. Yes. Remember last episode, you kept saying, Clint's back, Clint's back. I oh, yeah, he's back. Clint Don't say not he's bad. not. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's right. I called you out that episode, too. I said, wait, how about we wait a week, and then we say it. And look what happened. No. I'm known, I'm known for my good looks, not, not for my brain. So, uh, <laughs> moving on, moving on from the pain. That is Clint. We're going to have to yeah. talk about him eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, 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 what, what do you guys want to talk about now? You want to talk about I Detroit? Mean, you want to talk about, I mean, crazy Houston series? That was nice. The Houston series is really fun. I will say it would have been great to get the sweep, of course, but um, I'm content with the two out of three. Obviously, I mean, the last game it was it was a rough one. It was just so the way things. I wanted that game. Yeah. Me too, man. I was so sure we were gonna win too, which made it hurt so much more. You know what sucks? And of course, it had to be fucking Altuve that hit the homer too. Yeah, it had to be that guy. And he, like, hit a ball at his head, which is crazy. That was just, that was ridiculous. That was like, not a really horrible to be hit. That high. No, no, it was, it was out of the zone. It was just like, well. It wasn't oh, even a strike. Yeah, it was like 96 miles an hour at his eyes, and he cranked it. That is it. the first time he, he guessed, someone he guessed right. Chad Green deep on that kind of pitch, yeah. ever, actually. Quite he, literally. Altuve guessed, and he guessed right. He was he was hunting high fastball. First time he's guessed, probably yeah. ever. Uh, <laughs> guessing is harder than knowing. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, the thing that pissed me I off about that inning, that. yeah, that was a great, that was a great piece of inning. Uh, the thing that pissed me off that inning was like walking the leadoff guy. It was like they were more afraid of the game being tied than the game than than them actually taking the lead. Because remember. Green comes in eighth inning and he has Kyle Tucker up, and he doesn't give him one pitch to hit. He, he threw one curveball in the zone, but like they were afraid of of a tie game more yeah. so than than losing the lead. It's like, come on, just, just 
you know, if we if they tie the game, you're at least giving yourself an opportunity to take the lead again. But like what Green did was nibble, 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 load the bases, crank, home run. Now now we're down two runs. And then you gotta give Glaber credit for that heads up base running play. That was just ridiculous. That was awesome. That was and great. Then, and then you're thinking, oh, well, five four heading into the ninth. And then uh, Justin Wilson comes in and says, hey, you know how the Yankees haven't come back this year? Well, they're not going to come back today because two-run home run to Martin Maldonado. But as we found out later in the weekend, we do know how to come back. Yeah. A couple of um, good comebacks against Washington. Yes. Series. Yeah. Worked out. Before we get into the Washington series, though, get, we have to give it up for the crowds in the Houston series. Oh, yeah. That, that like, was that, awesome. was, that was just something else. Can you imagine if it was, like, 50,000 people there? Yeah, I was going to say. That would have been nuts. We made it work for 20%. Uh, I would have needed to call awesome. in, the, like, the National Guard to fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. felt like some of the security measures were a little soft. Like, they banned, like certain t-shirts was, like with trash yeah. bands on it it was like come but on but it was weird though they didn't do that for everybody because there were people in there wearing those kind of shirts we saw it on tv so it's, it's so kinda... bizarre man like like that stuff like you can wear like a shirt you can like as long as it's not harmful or like has expletives or anything i think you're good like i don't i don't understand why trash can paraphernalia has to be has to be confiscated and <laughs> i don't know but yeah. it's stupid uh you know whatever uh, yeah, I mean, things are looking up. Uh, it seems like uh, seems like we're gonna get full crowd soon, which is yep. nice. Uh, you know, I think nice. Jul- didn't they say July first? That's what I heard, but uh, I the governor official right the now. possibility. The governor of New Jersey is is anticipating uh, full crowds for New York Giants games in uh, september yeah. so yeah, like that's that, around playoff time yeah so i think it's very likely that you're gonna get full playoff crowds which is pretty great oh no that's that's a definite i'd say yeah yeah uh, last I, year's playoffs just didn't feel the same first of all not know, even at yankee stadium empty you, and then just you, echo park you know what's gonna be great is if we do get full crowds by september we have that 9/11 series against the mets so yeah. you're gonna get you're gonna get full crowds for yeah. that so that's pretty right. cool uh, uh, yeah, I'm just that's very exciting. Uh, uh, are we gonna trade for Max Scherzer? No. Oh, damn it. We should. I mean, a thousand percent. I can't even stress how much they should trade for him. Well, not yeah. like in quantity of people, but like how much I, the, the desire I have <laughs> to be made. Dude, hit him, him on the mound. Like, by the way. We're not really gonna get into like game recaps because like we don't want to recap nine games. We want to dominated seven of them. us. I we, can tell you that. Yes, but we're gonna we're just gonna get right into Max Scherzer. That guy. He's one, he's a psychopath. Two, seems like a nice guy. Three, really good at pitcher. Really good at pitch. Just like could we just sign him in the off season to replace Kluber because he's probably gonna leave. So can mm. we just do that? That's an interesting theory. Why not just? I have we a better idea. In 2015. I have a better idea. Better idea. What's your idea? One, trade for him now. Two, yes. let Kluber well, leave, yeah. then sign him back. I'm being realistic about it, though. I just want. I, I mean, come on, man. Championship window. I know. It's I infuriating. Take, it's, it's, Can we have Joey Gallo? I w- I w- I'm not against I that. I would take that. 
I'm not against he's realistic at least. He's a realistic option What's his that salary? people talk about. Yeah. He's like maybe five million. Yeah, that's well, working. That can, that can work for how. I mean, and, yeah, and, and keep in mind, clamors for the lefty bat and shit. Well, yeah, and by the time you get to the trade deadline, he's not going to be making the whole five million. It'll be like no, half it'll be, of that. So. Yeah, a little over so, half of that. Yeah, you're probably talking like two million. And then if let's yeah. say Yankees sweeten the deal and they said eat one more, another million because maybe they had another trade in mind or something, then Jeez. they could do something like that. What if we? I have an idea now. Would you like to hear my idea? I mean, I'm not going to stop you. So, like, I have an idea. So, this is my idea. July, right? All-star break. We, I think it's pretty likely that Garrett Cole is going to be an all-star, right? I would like to think so, yeah. Well, I think it's also pretty likely that Max Scherzer is going to be an all-star, right? Yes. So, what you do is you, you do slight tampering. You tell Garrett Cole, hey, go over to Max wow. and try to push the Yankees on him. Right. Max Scherzer has a full no trade clause. Right. So he can't be traded anywhere that he doesn't want to. So the Nats are out of it. But Max Scherzer is still pitching great. Cole convinces Scherzer to only accept a trade to the Yankees. Then you go to the Rangers. You go say, I want Joey Gallo. Now, the Rangers are going to take on most of the salary for Scherzer's last year. But in return... They get a haul of players, Medina, Clint, and pick whoever else, right? Now, you've just, you've just had, you just created a three-team trade that involves Joey Gallo and Max Scherzer coming to the Yankees, Clint, Medina, whoever fucking prospects you want, go, go somewhere, don't care, and now you've got Joey Gallo and Max Scherzer, and you stayed under the luxury tax. You're welcome. See ya. It'd be nice. Like it's, it. it's, it's dreamland, but again, it'd be nice. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm a genius. No. I think I should be the GM. Yeah, I mean, no. think, think about it. Think about it. the Rangers are well under the tax threshold, right? So yeah, but they need players. So you give them some players, they help us out with the financials, and boom, they got their rebuild going. Yeah. So we got Max Scherzer, Joey Gallo. And we're still under the luxury tax. I not always that simple. I, you know, I'm I not, like the idea. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm a genius, but I don't have to. My ideas speak for themselves. Uh, so does yes. your thoughts, things, but that's that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yes, uh, I may have certain you blind right spots. All the time. I may have certain blind spots with certain players, uh, but for the most part, I'm smart. Yeah, Clint's a mess. It's sad. Fuck you. I'm going to be honest. It hurts me, too. It does, because I Sorry. want him to be good. Sorry, it slipped. I joined the train for this year, too. I no, did, too, Tom. Can you please? You, first. you know what? You know what? Okay, so here's what's happening. The train currently has a infestation of termites. Now, you're going to have to hop off the train for about a week or two, and then... Once Clint gets better, you can hop back on. But the train hasn't been going for a month. You know, mother. You know, <laughs> we we we've had we've had mold, we've had termites. What kind of service do you have? We've had a brothel <laughs> gone wrong. Okay, certain things haven't been working out. Okay, I don't. Clearly. 
Yeah. You know. Can, can I know. we just like? I think we need to call in for the Floriel train. Oh, we should talk about this because the minor league season did start. We forgot to mention. Yeah, this. yeah. I was gonna say we're gonna we'll briefly touch on that towards the end though. Not yet. Not okay. yet. Okay. We'll get there though. Uh, Trevor Harbour's getting uh getting a shout out. Indeed <laughs> he is. Yes, he will. Yeah. What the hell, man? Uh, but yeah. Uh, I do think you know. Obviously, Clint and Gardy both have they've been struggling pretty equally which is just hilarious it's like no that's it's like for that reason i would say just play clint every day honestly but um only yeah. because gardner's literally been that bad if gardner yeah, was even hitting decent i would say play him but because of the defense right yeah what well like you would if gardner was hitting a little bit more than clint then you can put oh. gardner in for defense as well so well, you can yeah, just you can justify that both ways Oh, totally. I would definitely agree with that. But um, although he did make a nice catch, Clint had was... made a few diving catches, but you can still tell he's not—he's not comfortable out. He's there still right got now. a lot of work to do. He's still got like it's still a work in progress. But it's nice to see him like catching the balls that he's supposed to catch, which is nice. Usually, just, just continue Usually. to do that. Like I can excuse the one from like last week when he just lost in the sun. Hey, that happens. Just catch the balls you're supposed to catch. Like, if if you got a beat on it, catch the ball. Thank you. So Glaber's been good at defense, so that's nice. Oh, we got to talk about this, buddy. Glaber, he's actually, you know, I would say Glaber minus that misplanned Friday in which he was just trying to make something happen. He was trying to cut down a run, so he didn't do his normal route mechanics. He was trying to rush it to get get the ball home. You can give him an excuse for that. And every once in a while, he'll make a throw that's a little up the line or something. But, like, for the most part, his throws have been, you know, right there. Glaber's been pretty good. He turned a great I don't, I don't cringe anymore. No. I think I mean, that's like, the big thing. He gets the ball, and what he does now is instead of doing, like, a shuffle and then fire, what he does is he gets rid of the ball like he's got a bomb in his hand. So, like, it's just like... hey. It works. Like, really, he's giving the runner pretty much no time to run down the line because as soon as the ball touches his glove, it leaves his hand. Uh, he's just like, just get it over to first as soon as possible. And, like, he just basically just lobs it to first base. And that's all you need because most of the runners in baseball are fat slobs these days. Ouch. Speaking of fat slobs... Uh, no, Play Ford? No, 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 okay, no, okay, no, okay. Oh. I was just, I was, I, I was, I was not gonna mention Mike Ford. Uh, but nice hit to left field, by the way. You know that's gonna be his yeah. Yankee legacy, minus that homer he hit off of the Athletics. Uh, but oh, yeah. yeah, but like speaking He's been horrible otherwise. Speaking oh, of incre- speaking of incredibly slow baseball players, uh, Gary Sanchez is still still struggling, but he hit a homer. Which is nice. And, it sucks and, to know. baseball. But like, I'm so aggravated that the Gary Sanchez resurgence bandwagon well, is back, dude. I hate that account so much. Oh, me and him are good friends. Or is that actually true? Yeah, we're good friends. Why do you mm. associate with him? He's a nice guy. But he's an idiot. <laughs> he's a nice guy. So am I. I'm an idiot. But he's an idiot. <laughs> so? Yeah. And he's it's like sad that. because because he, he actually knows stats like he knows stats as well we as anybody. We talk about we talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have good conversations. 
I can he I can send you I could send you screenshots of our conversations. He's a nice guy. I don't want to see it. No. He just, I can't talk to him about baseball, man. He's so dumb. He's he's just too analytical. It's he, too Because there is extreme. such a thing as too analytical. That's him. That is exactly him. I mean, come on. What asshole does not believe in that clutch or hot is not a thing? Yeah. When properly defined, at least. When properly really? defined. Because there We're, is I'm getting him on. I'm going to get him on the podcast. Get, I will rip gonna, him to shreds. On he's air. gonna, he's gonna come. I just want to say this. I'm just gonna like mute my I microphone mean, and just like listen. I mean, you're telling uh, me I, that Giancarlo Stanton just went on a uncoordinated run of just hitting a lot of home runs in a short time span as a coincidence, like, or some one player isn't more clutch than another. I just don't believe that. I do I believe that. I'm a, I'm a big a human believer. element to the game. I'm a big believer in hot. When you're just feeling yourself, you're feeling yourself. Right. You're just well, like, I mean, hot and, and it's all the same. Thing. And it's mechanical. It's this, it's this, like hot, yes, yeah, part of it obviously, but hot and clutch, yeah, they, it comes down to mechanics. It comes comes down to demeanor. It comes down to a lot of different things because this is a mental game. Focus it's been well. said for years. It's a mental game, and pretending that it's not is just silly. And pretending that some players aren't stronger mentally than others is stupid. He made he made the argument to me that everybody that makes the majors has to be strong mentally to begin with, which is true to a degree. Right. But that's just but that's just a threshold, though. Players are still stronger mentally than others. That's the reality of it. And some are weaker, too. And there's even just some lapses of time where guys lose their confidence for a while. That happens all the time, especially for guys like Clint, especially or Glaber sometimes. Those are key examples on the Yankees of guys when they're not confident, you can see it in the way they play, and it hurts them a lot. So please do not tell me that there is no such thing as hot or clutch because that all plays into the mental side of the game, and pretending the mental side of the game is not relevant is bullshit. Well, I think like the thing that people like to say to denounce clutch is that when you're clutch, you're playing the same as you usually do, right? Yes, but that's like, my point. But like in the playoffs, when you're facing the best players in in the world, like the best of the league, because you have to have best of the league pitchers in order to, you know, make the playoffs. When you're facing guys like Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, and you're a 300 hitter off of Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, that's a little different than being a 300 hitter off of uh, Joe Schmo. So like, yeah, so, I mean, so yes, being being clutch, being yourself in the playoffs is actually a very special thing. Exactly. Because, because most most hitters have to have, face a decline. And that's numbers. my point. I mean, and he talks about DJ every time DJ fails. Oh, I thought DJ was the clutchiest clutch that ever clutched. And I'm like, well, fuck you, dude. You're so fucking stupid because DJ is just struggling this year. Now he's starting to heat up, but prior, though, he was just struggling. And when you're struggling, you're struggling. It doesn't matter if you're clutch in those scenarios, because when you're clutch, that means you continue to perform at the level you're performing at, regardless of the situation. So it's a different game. He right. watches it totally. Like, if Gary has a bad day, or well, it's not even a bad day. If he has a bad week and he sees that he had a few lineouts, oh, well, you know, his expected batting average to be about 30 points higher, so I suppose that we should keep starting him over Higgy. It's like, no, fuck you. Pay attention to the game. Right. And it's not just the offense, to, though. Like, he, he's still talking about Gary. Higgy, 
He provides more value outside of offense. It's the defense that makes him so valuable. And you'd be stupid not to point that out because he's literally above average on every side of the ball defensively outside of his throwing arm. And even his throwing arm, you look at that, it's not the best, but his pop time is literally equal to that of Gary and most elite catchers. So he makes up for his weaker arm with his pop time. So really, it's just... He, it just doesn't make sense. To me, Higgy needs to be the starting catcher. He's earned it. He deserves it. And it, it, I just don't get people. I just don't get it. Eddie, how are you feeling about all of this, sir? Yep, I, I agree. It's just... There's got to be human element to the game. It can't just be all... I know the game is obviously going more towards analytics, but... Of course. There's got to be a, a mix, you know, like there's just some things that you can't interpret off a website or some stats. It's just stuff you have to see. Even like with a guy yeah. like Kluber, like just watching him as no scout or anything, but you can even see the movement on his off-speed pitches is so much better than it was at the beginning of the season. And that's translating into results. You know, some things you just watch and notice and pick up with mm. Gary's at-bats, you know, you just, I, I don't know. At some point, what do we ask for results and not expected results? Like Exactly. When, when are we reaching that point sample. now? It's not a short sample anymore. If it was, different story. Like with Glaber, right. although it's not a short sample with him really, but let's just say for this year, this year's sake, he's at least been hitting a little bit despite the power not being there. So you're not freaking out entirely. But Gary has just done nothing. He's done nothing. He's had one good week and not even a good week really. It was like half a week. Like, what, what are we doing here? It's, we're just pretending this guy is still the all-star he was when he sucked in 2020. He was not, he's not been good in 2021. 2019, he was good overall, but had some really ugly stretches in there that really showed what Gary can be and has been recently. In 2018, yeah, he was hurt, but it was a lost year for him too. So you're basically telling me that you're looking at 2018, 2019, 2020, and 2021 so far. And in that time, he has had one good year. And you're going to tell me that that's enough to start him? Really? Really? Hmm. Come on. Come on. I, I, I think that I'm not fully out on Gary. I do think, like, there's still time, I guess you can say. But, like, we got to get it going. So, like, I'm actually not against playing him quite a bit. I'm actually not I, against him. I'm very against it. I'm not. I'm actually not against it. I would actually okay, start. Okay, how often do you play him? I would say three out of five would be the goal. <laughs> yeah. Like, obviously, Hagee starts with Cole, and then you can That's start Hagee with you can start Hagee with Kluber or yeah. Okay, but in what world has Gary earned that? To get the majority. I'm not of saying he's earned it this year. I, I why think did he get because, it? I think when he, has he earned it? Well, the same reason <laughs> that the benefit of you four know, seasons ago. No, I mean like 2019 was only two seasons ago, so you can just okay. say he was good. He was, he was good. Yeah, he was, that's only two years ago. So okay, even so, it's still two years ago. You're talking the lot changes in two years, man. I mean, like he's only 28 years old, so I mean that's beyond the point. I think it's his problems. I think his problems are more mechanical. To be honest, I think his problems are more mental. 
I don't. I don't really think it's a mental thing this year. I, I think. La- I think last year it got mental. Other team. I guarantee you, if the Yankees trade him and he goes to another team, within a year or two, he will be good again. Because they'll fix his mechanics. Fire Marcus Thames. Thank you. Uh, more enough with the hitting coach bullshit, man. It's so stupid. Oh, you see, it's you basically see. just symbolic when the hitting coach is fired, just to like, like yeah, that's say, all it ever like, is. We Come on, something. we did something and take notice, everyone. We fired yeah, yeah that's literally all it ever is. We're gonna need to hire Donnie Stevenson from the Mets. Oh, and yeah, he's gonna be our hitting coach and he's gonna fix Gary. Uh, Gary, Gary I Gary, hope he gets traded within the next week. Here's how to fix Gary. You ban him from leg kicking. You ban him. You cut his knees off if he tries to do a leg kick anymore. Doesn't work. He should go full no stride like Byron Buxton does. Thank you. I hope he's traded immediately. I'm d- I'm done with him personally. I'm his, done. Let, yeah. I, I do want to look at his expected stats. And they're oh all, my god. I do I out. I do just want to look at them. Okay. I know they're decent. I know they're decent. They are actually quite quite good. Uh, but too bad I don't care. But you know, the issue the issue is just uh, the results on the field. Yeah, the the results on the field. The the issue is mainly just like you you just I test this. I mean, you've seen how many pitches that man has had to hit, and he is just he's not consistent consistently rocking the ball. Although his barrel percentage is very good, it's just you can see it that he's had way more pitches to hit. And like the thing that doesn't equate into barrel percentages, okay. the amount of, the amount of balls that he's fouled back That's that he should have smoked. Like, look at last year, look at last year right now and barrel percentage. He was 97th. Yeah. Last year. Because and it's barrel percentage on balls. It's barrel percentage on balls put in play, not barrel percentage on like, every pitch that he's ever good. swung at. Nothing. It means nothing. Exactly. I, I'm actually agreeing with you. We're actually we're actually in agreement here. It's like, a miracle. Like, 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 you know, we've seen. I think the thing that you know epitomizes this is uh, his last at bat on Sunday, and uh, Paul O'Neill even called him out for this. It's just like he had four or five pitches right there, and he was just late fouling him back, just not able to square him up. And it's just, he's got to do something to, ch- he's got to fundamentally change the swing and change the mechanics. It's mechanical, in my opinion. Like, that, those balls should be smoked. Like, they don't even have to be homers. You just put the bat on the ball, and that's probably a double. Like, like this is just, it's gone on too long, and it's like, it's time to make some serious swing adjustments and to, you know, I think, like, honestly, just level it out, I guess you can say, level out the swing you know, get your foot down quick and kind of almost cheat on fastballs because they're, they're just blowing fastballs by him. And he's I getting, expect that to continue. He's getting, like, blown away by fastballs. Oh, like, it's been, he's been getting blown away since last year. Like, he's just, like, no more leg kick, man. Like, you can't do it. Just just shorten up. He's almost going to have to, you know what Glaber does with two strikes? Where he just no leg kicks and he just, like, he just puts the bat on the ball. He's just got to do that. From now on, just he's got to get a feel for contact again. Like that's what well, I would do. 
you know what? God knows how long that'll even take. It might I'm not take, really looking to find out. I, I mean, think about, think about it this way. The guy that powerful just consistently puts the bat on the ball. You see what's happening with John Carlos then. It's like, that dude's just putting the bat on the ball. You're talking about a guy, like, you can't catch the ball because it's hit so hard consistently. So, okay. that's what I would do. Yeah. Well, John Carlos is a little different, but he's he's a different level. He's just a different animal. That guy's like, that guy's just like, it's almost a video game. So yeah, just yeah. I, I don't know. We're gonna. I think Gary will be, you know, better than what he is. Uh, you know, everything points to that. If you're just gonna. Well, go you in. know what? We same thing last year, so I don't buy it. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't think he's, you know, under 200 hitter. I think he's gonna hit. I think he's going to hit, like, 230. I think he's a 210 hitter. Mm. You know, even saying 230, that just shows you how far he's fallen. Also, also, we've seen what one good week could do for a player. You know, you look at what, like, Stanton did in, like, in a week. Okay, he had a 700 batting average week. Yeah, like, like that's crazy. That is a crazy week, but you're thinking, like, (laughs) Gary is actually, like, capable of doing something like that. Capable, like, yes, but I don't even think we've seen a, like a, that kind he's of like, week from Gary in a like, long time. You Very know, long. I think like he doesn't even have to have a 700 week to get his numbers back to being respectable. He's just got to hit a few homers and work a bunch of walks. And you know what? That'd be and great. And his walk, his That'd walk percentage, his walk percentage is in like the 95th percentile. Good for him. He can walk. That's that's great. I think the issue, hit. though, I think the issue with the walk percentage is that he's walking, but, like, during those walks, he's also missing pitches that he should be hitting. Well, yeah, exactly. We, we saw that last year quite a bit, too, although his walk rate's definitely up from last year by a, quite a bit, but it's such a sm- small sample that I barely care anyway. But um, Yeah. It was the same exact case last year, because I remember last year his walk rate did go up from years prior, and I said, oh, you know, that's cool, but... He's walking more because he's hitting less. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the exact same thing. So I don't really see a point in even caring about his walk rate going up if it's the same results as 2020 still. It doesn't mean much to me. Yeah. Also, if we're going to get into slumps here. Hi, Aaron. How you doing? Me, Tom. Big fan. Uh, big fan of the way that, you know, you hit 52 home runs one year. Uh, got robbed of an MVP. We don't blame you for that. Hit a few clutch home runs in the playoffs. You know, you were uh, you were quite a stud in the two years after you put up good numbers. Had some had some some injuries, some fluky, some not. And you had a really great week the week before, but this week, uh, you know when, what? When we needed you, you just kind of uh, kind of floundered. Although you did I'll work. Just, a nice I'll just walk. be straight. I'll be straight. It was a rough week. But Judge, at the very least, I don't have to say I don't think he's not going to bounce back. He's uh, he's a guy that oh, he's I'm be fine. confident, obviously, will bounce back. He's fine. He's and literally one good week is, away from his numbers just being what they usually are. <laughs> and he literally said himself, he just tried doing too much against Houston, and it threw him out of whack. Like, he was honest him. about it. He, 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 he wanted, said he wanted to fucking yeah, smoke him. He did. He wanted to destroy Houston. He wanted payback. He got overly excited about it, and he tried doing way too much. And you know what? I'm it happy happens. he was honest about that. I'm happy he was honest about that. Now I know. That that's probably is why he it's struggled. Almost like, it's, almost like, it's almost like baseball is a mental game. Yeah, I know, right? And then um, you look at his expected stats, and I'm not trying to be that guy with expected stats. I usually find them to be annoying, but— 
You know what? They are, they these work are great. A small sample. Mm. Yeah, of course. His expected stats are really great, and I'm sure that things will continue to level out for him in particular as the season goes on. Because that's Aaron Judge, baby. I know what he's going right. to do when he's healthy. And right well, now, he's he's been exact, relatively healthy. He's the exact same as John Carlos then, and as long as he's putting the bat on the ball, it's he's getting his hits. Yeah. So like, I really, he went one for twenty two, and we'll he had see. fourteen strikeouts. So like, that's why. That's why. He, he slumps. When he's not striking out, he's he's hot. When he is striking out, that's when he's not. Yeah, so, you know, he'll be fine. But really, um, outside of that, um, I think that about covers what happened. But now we can look to the next series that will be coming up Yeah. against Tampa, man. House of Horrors, Tropicana Field. Luis Patino tomorrow. Yes, that'll top be prospect. like. Yeah, Todd, that'll be a very interesting matchup, actually. I'm looking forward to watching him pitch. Hopefully, we can uh, do some damage. But um, we'll he see. You know, yeah, I know he throws gas. He throws. He throws. He doesn't throw hard, gas. He throws cheddar. I love cheddar. I'm actually more think, of an American I mean, cheese guy personally, but whatever. Actually, that that is my number one. Mm. Is what. So we're on. We're we're also in agreement there. So that's nice. Hallelujah. Uh, so really, outside of Tino, there's no no other announced starters for the Rays for the rest of the series. But Yankees got um Mount Gurmuk game one, Garrett Cole game two, and game three we got Jamison Tyone. So, Tyone. Um, you know, I'm like, feeling pretty good about that. I mean, I would say the big thing if you're the Yankees, really try to win game one. Mm. I think that's that's the that's the goal because against Patino, he's great, but he is a rookie. You know, he can rookies, no matter how good they are, they can yeah. have their moment. We've seen yeah, many, many starts. times. It happens all yeah. the time. It, it doesn't matter how good you are. They can easily succumb to some pressure sometimes. And if the Yankees get the ball rolling a little bit, you never know what could happen, especially because when we go to that game on Tuesday, we've got Luke Voigt, baby. He's going to be back in the lineup coming off the IL, and Gio Urshela should hopefully be back in the lineup after missing a couple games. So um, we should be close. We should pretty much have the full power lineup just about. So um, I think that's a game that we'll have a good shot in. And then game two, um, Garrett Cole on the mound. I mean, you're very rarely going to lose Cole games. So um, G-Unit. it's hard to hey, – what? Oh, I said G-Unit. Oh, G-Unit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't really see us losing that game in all likelihood. So, that's why game one, I would say that's well, the we game just you lost. Really look at. We just lost, thanks, thanks to that. I'm, I'm a superstitious well, no. person. I've told you this before. I'm only a little stitious. So. I'm, very, I'm very superstitious. Like, I have, I have like, rituals pre-pitch, sir. Wow. Like, you, I lock myself Have in the room when I watch a game. Have you guys ever had wow. a bad feeling about a series? All, all Going the time. in? Not a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, all of course. the time. Because uh, I just... Are you feeling that? Rage, I know. I know. Every, every time at Tropicana, I always feel like shit. And every time... I, the like, thing is, though, eventually, th- th- we got to do something against them. Right? I never like playing in Boston. Either. I'd like to think so. Although I'll I say do. this. If we win this series, I think that'll really set the tone for a while. Mm. I think it would really be big for their confidence as a team because be big they obviously confidence. know. I mean, yeah, no, it would be for all of us, honestly, because they know how tough it's been playing at the drop and how little success they have there. So if they can win two out of three there, I think that does wonders for their confidence. And really, 
it, it could do a lot for just the rest of this month. I mean, it's weird to think that we don't even face Boston for a while. I mean, I don't think we face them until July or June, rather. Yeah, we do not face Boston until June 4th. And we only yeah. go, we only have six games remaining at the trap. One in, one series now and one series in July. And then, well, we, don't have, then we don't have to go to the trap anymore, thank God. Uh, you know, and, you know, we just got a, you were talking, we were talking about Judge wanting to crush the Astros. And I think, like, the Rays have a mental edge against us, too. So we just got to, you know, I think, though, going in, there's a little bit of reverse kind of magic going on with, you know, getting Voight and Geo back at the same time. It's like, you know, Luke Voigt not only is, you know, a, gr- a great offensive player, he's also one of the leaders of the team. So, like, getting him back right when you're facing your one of your toughest opponents, that's... That's actually just that's actually just huge. Just his presence alone, even if he oh, doesn't. it is. I mean, it adds a lot to the lineup. You guys are going to get more pitches that are in front of him. I think you get really more protection. Huge. We that's that's gotten, the thing that matters most. I think we haven't gotten any production out of first base. So now you're adding nope. one of the elite offensive first basemen in baseball. That's so. what I'm saying. I think adding him will be really big, and and it'll just allow some more leeway for when guys in the lineup have their struggles, which we mm-hmm. a lot of guys have, obviously. But um. Some guys are coming around, too, so I think if you have enough of them coming around with Luke Voigt hopefully doing his thing, I think that the lineup should be able to stay afloat, at least, while the pitching hopefully continues to do its thing. So um, I feel pretty good about that. And just looking at the schedule for the rest of the year, actually, I saw someone else point this out. I find it very interesting. I think July is probably going to be the do-or-die month, actually, for the division. Mm. Yeah, we do, have, the we do have one stretch. Yeah, we have uh, Boston, Philly, Boston, it's, Tampa. So, yeah. And, and that stretch, it's not just against Boston. We have two four-game series against Boston, so it's eight games. Yep. That's a that's going to be a really that's big— That's going to be uh, my, my, my birthday is July 17th, so— Wow. We're, we're going to be at a Saturday game, night game against Boston. Might have to, might have to go to that. Might have to get incredibly drunk on my 21st birthday. Uh, no. So, right. so yes. Um, before no. we wrap up, let's just briefly discuss the prospects that have been raking in the Yankees organization. Well, 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 well before we do that, Eddie, I, I feel bad because I've talked a lot today. So I want, oh, I want, yeah. I want to give Eddie an opportunity to speak his piece on all of the topics that we talked about. So Eddie, come, come to the front of the class, sir. Okay, guys. How you doing, Remind buddy? Me what you just said because I just missed it. Oh, we were talking about uh, Luke Voigt's presence being huge uh, as we're going uh, to face Tampa Bay. Uh, because okay, right, right, right. I'm because, getting it back now. Yes, because they they I have lose, a they I just have lose a stuff sometimes. It's okay. It happens all the time yeah. because they have a mental edge against us, and now you're getting one of your leaders back right when you have to go to war against a team that you normally don't have success against. So I think that brings. Uh, you know, some a little bit of reverse uh, magic for us. Yeah, we need the confidence boost against Tampa because exactly. it's just been brutal. It's just been brutal. Um, going back to last year, and then of course losing to them in the playoffs, especially in that fashion, like that hurts. And then obviously think about where that puts the Rays in the mental battle. Um, and then and coming they kicked into this our year, ass in New York too. Yeah, and it starts off bad. So the tide has to turn eventually, and. I'm still not feeling it for the series. I'm not going to lie. 
I'm feeling losing two out of three, but I uh, want to be proven wrong very badly. Luke Woods re- back, big presence. I really hope we can is. win. Me too, but I, I'm trying to be level-headed here. Yeah. I, I'll say this. I don't think we get swept. That makes you guys feel better. But <laughs> but that does make me feel better. I don't know how great else. that is, but I'm, I'll uh, say that. We got to win cold day. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the big one, but um, you got to win cold day. All right. Yeah, pretty much sums it up. But um, uh, mm-hmm. go go to the prospects. Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of guys doing it on the farm, man. I mean, it's pretty exciting. I think this is a huge year for the Yankee system, and I'm probably gonna be as locked into the farm than as I ever have been this year after a year off from the minors. I'm really craving some of that prospect stuff. I but, missed um, it. Yeah, I did. And then just looking at some of the guys this year, I mean, the Yankees have the hottest hitter in all minor league baseball right now. I mean, and that's not even an exaggeration. Trevor Halver, man, our um, 2020 pick from the uh, fourth round, actually. Yeah, fourth round. And man, I mean, I love I actually really liked this pick when we made it. I always thought the bat was legit just based on his college numbers and some upticks that came in his senior year or whatever year it was that showed that he might be trending in a good direction and we're seeing it so far man we are really seeing it I mean you're talking about a 556 batting average with six home runs and a 2.265 OPS that's good over over five games that's good short sample but regardless of the short sample Six home runs in five games. I mean, that's also good. That's pretty fucking good. I mean, that's about as hot as I've seen a Yankee prospect ever over any short sample, honestly. So that's pretty cool. Like, remember Raph Snyder hit like 350, like during a stretch? There was actually, I'm not sure if you remember this one. This might be a poll, but I was a big fan of this prospect, um, Peter O'Brien. Oh, yes. I remember. Peter. I remember. I liked him too. He hits, dude, he hit a lot of home runs in the minors for the Yankees, man. I think he had like yeah. a 30 home run year. Mm. Who Very did we trade him for? Martin Prado? Uh, mm. Maybe. I don't remember, honestly, but um, I think he's in Arizona now, though. At least now he is. But um, I forget if that's where he first went. Uh, it's a good Let's question. Get to Peter O'Brien. He actually plays for the Toros de Tijuana. Oh, wow. He must have got... Okay. Wow. Let's let's Mm. see what we did trade him. Okay. I'm I'm trying to get this now. Oh, yep. He was traded to the Diamondbacks for Martin Prado. Okay. Yes, I remember that. I was pissed that we traded Martin Prado to the Marlins, and then we signed signed Chase Headley back, and then Chase Headley, you know, couldn't throw a baseball to first base. Good times. Uh, yeah, and he, he only hit like 11 home runs a year. Ouch. Bring, back, was... bring back Martin Prado. Did you mention Let's Florio, see. by the way? That's up next. Oh, yeah. Florio, man. I mean, this is my guy. Like, everyone knows this that knows me. I'm a big Florio guy. And right now, you know what? He's proven the haters wrong. He's having a good start to his season with a 318 batting average, four home runs a 1.355 OPS over his first six games and say what you want about sample size, but this guy has always been known to have huge raw power that he has yet to tap into. And his career high in home runs in a season is 13. And that was over 110 games. Mm -hmm. And he already has four over six games. So very clearly there's already a big 
boosted power quickly off the board already. So one way or another, if he stays healthy at least, he's going to easily top his home run totals from ever before, which is huge for him. So already you're seeing progress in Florio, and we all know what the defense is with him. Very good, very good speed, good tools overall. So um, very exciting prospect for the Yankees right now. Yes. Uh, you know, the Korean Baseball League may have to wait, honestly. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, I hope that the strikeouts, you know, can be cut to a manageable level in which he can consistently make contact, work walks, and hit for power while playing a good center field. And if you can I'm going to be that, honest. He can, if he bats 240 with a decent amount of strikeouts, but he hits 30, 30 homers and he's playing he's defense OBP. the way he does, I don't care. It's an all-star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about OBP. Yeah, so I mean, really, like, that Hicks, matters more. Hicks doesn't hit for batting average. That doesn't matter. It's just about getting yeah, on base and hitting dinks. Exactly. And a, so if he's if getting he, on base, it works. If he's doing the same offensive thing that Hicks does while playing a better center field than Hicks, then he's a better player than Hicks. Am yeah. I wrong? Am I wrong? I don't think I'm wrong. I mean, that's why I'm looking at Florio, man. He's a better defender than Hicks already right now. He's mm-hmm. a lot faster than Hicks, and I would love to have some speed on this team, but that's from a good player. Sorry, Tyler Wade. Ouch. Um, and, I mean, the power, man. His power is, just talking raw power at least, he's got mm-hmm. a ton, man. He can hit some fucking shots. So um, I think that if he can become a 20-home run player even – like now, let's say for what he is right now, that's better than Hicks. Yeah, I would say probably. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. But uh, oh, yeah. you have uh, never liked him, Tom. Tom, you deserve absolutely no credit for this. I'm sorry. Yeah, come on. I'm, yeah. I'm with you all the time. Mother, here. motherfucker, it's been three games. Okay. So, calm the fuck down. Yeah, but he's already hit four home runs and his career high is 13 over 110, so that's pretty significant, actually. Mm. You know, uh, you're wrong, man. You're wrong. But that's that's literally a factual statement. That that last one, that's literally factual. You're wrong. You're wrong. He's literally nine homers shy of his career high. Already, it's pretty big. I think personally that Esteban Florial may, may, may. may. I, I'm saying may, may months of May, may months of May, may actually have a nice season for himself and reach the major leagues this year, and may, 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 may be a contributing player by August consistently this year. I don't, I don't think he's going to like he's long. good. I don't think, like well, he's well, well, let's not go too far, but no, I'm like but he's good. What I will say is that to play baseball for the New York Yankees, you don't necessarily have to be good. Well, Tyler Wade makes that pretty clear. Exactly. So <laughs> my thought process is play better then one of Gardner, Hicks, Plint, and you're in. <laughs> you're in. Yeah, one of them's bound to get hurt. I mean, motherfucker, we have an injury I mean, like every be, week. I mean, that is that is actually pretty interesting. I mean, he would be first on our outfielder depth chart. I'm pretty sure, right? I mean, I'm not, unless I'm forgetting. I mean, he's like one of the only ones he on the forty man. Year. 
Well, he's on the 40, I mean, that's man. My goal. Yeah, so, like, I don't think there's anything yeah. else anymore. So, like, who, who's yeah. coming up? I mean, are they going to have Tyler Wade playing left field every day? I don't know. No. No. I, th- I think Please don't put that in my head. Yeah, that was just that was just a joke. But, like, we don't have anyone but, else. I mean. But I just pictured it, though, and it was really scary. Who's in the outfield in AAA? Who's our AAA starting center fielder? I'm going to be honest. I couldn't tell you at the moment. But, like, wait, why isn't Fl- – I, I don't understand. Uh, Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, Scranton, Rail Riders. Yeah, I'm looking too. Roster. Uh, I think it's Greg Allen. If I were, if I were to guess, he's definitely in the outfield. But who else is there? He's an angel in the outfield. <laughs> yeah, that's Greg Allen. So yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. That's uh, not gonna Greg, work. Greg Allen is actually n- not terrible. Uh, oh God, yeah. that's that's a scary outfield though. You have Greg Allen, Socrates, Brito, Ryan. Yeah. They basically Drake. put all the depth guys in AAA and the prospects in AA. And you know what? Floriel, he can very easily earn his way up to AAA in a month. Yeah, he's not. That's gigs. not gonna. That's not gonna take a while. That's not gonna take yeah. long. Uh, he's gonna so, be in. He's gonna be in the big leagues by fucking. Yeah. He's. I mean, he's gonna be in AAA by like June first. Um, I'll give one more shout out to a position player just because I want to. Um, Anthony Volpe. He's actually um. Looking pretty decent. Mm. I mean, and I got to say, this is someone that I hated this pick. I'm going to be honest. I hated this draft pick because when I looked at him, I saw no tools at all outside of some decent defense. And that was it. So I was, and I'm a very toolsy guy. I like getting prospects that have a lot of tools and high upside, but I didn't see that in him, but the Yankees saw something clearly. They, Loved his makeup, and they loved that he was a local kid, so they went with him. And Just turned 20. Per- yeah, and, you know, this is a very short sample, of course, and he doesn't even have any homers yet, but that's beyond the point right now. It's the fact that he's just hitting, and that mm. in itself is already more than he showed last year or yeah. two years ago. Rather. His first pro season wasn't, like, completely awful. It wasn't good, but it wasn't awful. But, like, this year he's actually – He's actually doing a pretty nice job. Overall. Yeah, I mean, that's what you want to see from him so it's all, far. I mean. It really was him. If you look at the numbers, it's all about the power developing because it's clear that he's actually he actually works his walks. Like he yeah, had, he, he, he walk. He can hit. I mean, it's really just developing average power at the very least because yeah, his five the defense is an carry him with an with an okay bat. He's five eleven one eighty listed on Baseball Reference, and so. Hopefully he can get crack six feet and hopefully he can put on about, you know, 10, 15, 20 pounds of muscle and start oh, cranking totally. ding- and start cranking some dingers. Cause like, like if he cranks dingers, then we're talking here. Cause like, I've actually heard he's actually a good shortstop. So like, no, he's a very good shortstop. Yeah. So like, Hey, we might have something there if he starts cranking dingers. So I'm actually cautiously optimistic about him. Congratulations. Anthony Volpe, you are now on the radar, unlike Anthony Siegler. Ouch. Sorry, Anthony. But I will say, so I, I always thought that those those yeah. two, I have always felt they were like from the same mold in my head. Like yeah. when I think of Siegler, I always they think of Volpe too. They were drafted back-to-back years, if I remember correctly, right? And they're also like the same type of player, yeah. Yeah, they have like... And they're both named Anthony. Well, that's, yeah. So, Anthony Siegler 
has a career 618 OPS in the minors right now. So, uh, obviously, he's also had injuries, if I remember correctly, but he also has no power and no talent. So, moving on from Anthony. Right. No, no I'm have, that, that was a joke. That was a yeah. joke. He's got talent. He actually works walks, and, uh, you know, but the power hasn't shown up and the contact. I just have one last guy I want to talk about before we wrap the show up. Sounds good. All right, I'm going to let you guess who it is. I think you might know. Uh, can you give me a level? Um, hi, A. Hi, A. Hi, A. Oswald Peraza? No, he hasn't done much yet, I don't think, although he should. Is it Medina? So. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, that was going to be my guess. I wasn't sure if he was at high A, though. Luis Medina, man. This is a guy that Yankee fans really need to have their radar on because going back to... Just last year at the alternate site, even, people were raving about him and what he was doing. And even the year prior in 2019 when he pitched, he took some clear steps forward. And then you just look at what he's been doing since. I mean, he hasn't looked back, man. The control's gotten better. The stuff has always been not just good, not just great. It's been elite stuff, quite frankly. That's not he's even got that Tom and Little League stuff. I mean, he has a zero ERA so far over two starts, nine innings pitched. And he has f- how many strikeouts? He has 15 on the year, which is actually how many walks? The most in- it's the most in the minor league so far. And for his walks, that is four. How many innings? Nine. Uh, a little too many walks, but uh, it, we can. It's, we can, it's such a small sample. But we can though, work but, with it. We can work with it. We exactly, and with, with such a small sample, I'm not really gonna say much about the walk rates yet because that's gonna obviously. First start change a little bit over time. I mean, even with the strikeout rate, obviously, I mean, he's not going to maintain a 15.0K per nine in all likelihood. Correct. Correct. So I believe in Luis Medina and Luis Heal as well. That We're going to have one day, I've already predicted this, we're going to have a rotation of Cole and the Luises. That would be pretty fun. We are. It's going to happen. We're going to have Cole, Severino, Castillo, Medina and Heal, Cole and the Luises, and it's they're also going to form a pop band as well, like kind of you know K-pop, you know. Wow. Maybe uh, what's the big K-pop uh, band uh, that I always forget the name of uh, the biggest one? Uh, I don't know, but I like your pull right now. I think I it's like BTS. Yes, BTS. That is correct. It's going to be. I'm not a K-pop fan either. Baseball, the strikes. Baseball, the strikeouts. That's what BTS stands for, for, for Garrett Cole. And the Luises. Uh, I think it's going to be GCL. Garrett yeah. Cole, Luis. Boom, correct. Okay, but yes. Uh, is there? I'm trying to think if there's anyone else down on the farm. Jason Dominguez is in uh, extended spring training, so we have basically no yeah. updates on him. Clark Schmidt's actually rehabbing, looking good. And uh, yeah, I mean... That's We're it. feeling good. Uh, Davey's down in AAA, right, if I'm correct? He's down in AAA yes. doing his thing, uh, staying on rotation, throwing low 90s, and uh, being uh, being a swag king. Uh, so, yeah, uh, there's really nothing else to say. I mean, I mean, we're good again. We're good. We're a good yeah. baseball team. And uh, We are you know, a good baseball team right now, and 
now we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens and hope we can take care of Tampa, man. I mean, if I could just yeah. see the offense wake up a little more, I'd be I'd be over the moon. Oh right yes, now. yes. We need get me some left field production and get me Luke Voigt. And we are on our way. And also getting Geo back helps. But like he, he only he only missed a few days, so I don't really count him as like we lost him. Yeah. He, yeah. Just, he just he just took a day. He just took a few days. So yeah, we're good. Eddie, well, how are you feeling? Yep. I already said pretty much everything on the series. Uh, proved me wrong about the guys in the minors. I want to see Dominguez, but uh, when do you guys think that we will get Dominguez at any level where we will? He'll, he's going to be up this year. The thing is, you look at the other levels, I'm pretty sure that there's a couple seasons that don't start till um a little bit later in the summer. I can't think of what times, right. though. Like so I think that do we still have, right? have Staten yeah. Island? No, I don't know. I don't think we do. No, no do we have Pulaski still? I think so. I don't think so. I, I, I forget. This is also confusing. Def- because right now there's four te- there are the Yankees four main teams from low A. No, they are now they're all playing, right? They are now defunct. The Pulaski Yankees. Wait, so the low A team is playing already. The high A team is playing. So I, there's another season that doesn't start do- in July. I can't think of what it is though. Low A. Apparently, oh. Apparently we Isn't Loway playing now? Apparently we have Scranton, Somerset, Hudson Valley. Maybe one of the Gulf Coast Leagues. Maybe I don't think it's that though. The Somerset Patriots are the Yankees um yeah, the double A. Then Hudson Valley Hudson Valley Renegades is high A and Tampa is low A is what I'm seeing. Correct. M I O B app. So we've got low A is the Tampa Tarpons. And they're playing, yeah. So, so yes, that would be the level that Jason would go to, because he's not a rookie. Wait, so, yeah, also, we really did lose, like. So he's basically he would go low A, A, A plus. No, there's no A A plus anymore. It, it seems. What is it? Isn't there? Yeah. No, there is. You it's mean Tampa's high? You mean high A? a? And, and yeah, what's high? What's high A? What's high? That's the um, Renegades. Yeah. Uh, the, so there's a low A and there's a high A, but there's no regular A. It seems. Was there? Yes, there was. There was. I gotta, oh, I gotta was, get used was... to these new names. Mm. So well, they're uh, with me. Low A was. Char- no, low A was. They used Charleston, to have Charleston. Right? Sa- they used to have Staten Island, Charleston, yep. Tampa, and so right. they, there's a okay. short season. There was a short season A, and it's yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. it's all messed up now. So like he would go right now, he would go down to Tampa. Uh, so, Jason. My guess is probably mid-season he get he goes to Tampa. If I had to give it a guess right now, at least I think that's probably what they're looking to do with him. Yeah, get him and some maybe games. He, and maybe he finishes if he gets if he actually does really good. He they consider letting him finish at high A, but that's best case. I don't think he gets above that for sure. But um, it's fine though. Like uh, obviously he's ways away regardless. So yeah, and obviously like he dictates like when he's ready. So like if he's yeah. lighting it up down at extent at extended spring, like it's I, on I him. Think, yeah, they'll just like oh, okay, you're ready for this. Go 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 get him. Okay, and then yeah. Just just be patient with him. You have to remember he's 18. So, yeah. Well, um, I think that sums it up. Win two out of three, please. Please do. I am sad to end this episode now, but it has been fun as always. Guys, this has been another great episode of the Yankee Center podcast. See you, everybody. Peace. Peace.